Welcome to Dr. Chaptimara 56 podcast, a medical podcast for anyone ranging from a middle school student to attending physicians and for anyone interested in learning more about the medical field from all around the world. Welcome to this very exciting episode. Today we have Dr. Captepon. She is an oncologist, so without further ado, we introduce Dr. Captepon. Once again, thank you so much, Dr. Daniela, for your time and interest, and we hope you're having a wonderful day. So, um, without further ado, we're going to go into the questions. So, what inspired you to become an oncologist or like go into oncology? Well, I remember when we were uh, here in the medicine school, um, and we are doing pathology, uh, macro pathologies actually, and we have a huge table, with, you know, with a lot of tumor, different kind of tumor about the body. Um, so I asked my teacher, you know, 20 years ago, it's not very usual to unconsciously like now. So I asked him, what is this and who is the person who treats this kind of uh, disease? And he said, uh, it's an oncologist. It's not very usual, like pediatricians, you know, clinicians and cardiologists. But, uh, you know, only one or two, you know, it's not very, it's a complex uh, profession. And, and I really interested in that part. I say I will become one of them. I, I, I think that you know I can do it. I say I can. I know that you can do it very well. So uh, I follow that. I never change my mind. And after finish my medicine school and become a doctor, I start to you know work for uh, my specialization in oncology. Okay. Um. So where did you go for undergrad? The college is different because in Australia they, they study for four years and then they start to practice. However, in a, in the country from where I come from, Argentina, uh, the, we, we can adopt in six years. So we are doing four years for uh, of study and the two years more for practice. The good news in Australia <laughs> is that two years being practiced, they pay you which is when you have with the practice, but in Argentina, in Latin America, overall, not in my country where I come from, uh, the two years you do it for free. So it's a big difference, you know, studying in a huge country like uh, Australia or New Zealand or UK, because they have the same role in the medicine school that in Latin America. It's very different. So what are your requirements, like, over there? What, what do you need to have, like, in your resume, like, um, you mentioned that, like, is it, like, straight from, like, high school or, like, you have to do something else? Uh, for becoming a doctor? Um, yes. No, 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 no. You just, uh, for example, here, uh, you have the public uh, medicine university or the private medicine university. If you have the money, you go to the the private university, what is the difference? That you can access to better uh, school, better hospital universities, better clinic to do the practice, rather than the basic uh, university, which is public. However, here the medicine school is very, very good. Um, both of them are fine, but this depends. For example, I did in the private school, in a private university, sorry. And I can finish uh, in five years and a half. So that half an year that I have there, they allow me to enter and do it two years for internal medicine because I needed that fellowship before I start my oncology specialization. Okay. 
we used to call uh, oncology is like a complex uh, specialization. It's not so simple, or I don't, I don't want to say simple. It's not like, for example, others that you have a lot of patients, uh, for example, cardiologists and so on. But uh, in oncology, fortunately, we have this um, um, new drug, new treatment that you only have to be, you know, uh, update with this kind of, of profession. It's, it's pretty important. So, um, okay, so like, what are your patients? Like, what, what is your daily life or like daily um, day? Like, what type of patients do you see or like get? Okay. Uh, um, I have patients from me. <laughs> and I arrange for patients from everything. For example, patients that come to the visit and you can tell them the diagnosis because they don't want to hurt, but you want to speak with the relative about the truth and to move on with treatment, for example. And they are very honest with you. For example, they come with me and say, okay, okay, I don't want to see anything about this test. Just you read it and then you say everything to my wife, for example, for say example, okay? Then I have a patient say, please tell me everything. I am prepared for this and everything that you have to say. Okay. So I used to draw pictures, you know, to say, okay, the, the radiotherapy will be over here. We do a chemotherapy with a combination of drugs. Um, many people are aware because they Google many things. So they come with many, many questions. So you have to be prepared to answer many questions as well. Um, you have patient from everything and many of them and the relative as well. We have to hear to deal with the relative, which is a huge issue sometimes because they don't match with the patient concern or what the patient wants. And the patient is to put the body to allow us, like oncologists, to do all the treatment. And um, sometimes I have beside the patient, the sisters or the daughters say, no, Papa, don't do it, don't, don't do it this, you be very hurt or something. So it's, 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 you know, it's very complex, but with the years and with the empathy, you can, you know, uh, make a consensus and, you know, um, handle the situation as much. That's the best thing you can, I think. Okay. So when you first began, like, being an oncologist or, like, going into oncology, were you ever, like, scared you might do something wrong or, like, if there's, like, I kind of made this question like earlier, I think, but like when you first began, were you ever nervous you might do something wrong? Like medicine or like, I don't know, like something wrong. Uh, with a patient, do you mean? Uh, yes, if you want to go there, yes. Well, but you always have, and still, you know, every time I have a patient, I have 16 years being a consultant oncologist, and every time I have a patient, a new patient, a new life, uh, a new spectrum about the relatives, patient, how to treat the patient, only patient is unique. So it's not you become nervous, but you have to make an approach for each patient individually uh, about. Uh, take concern, how you will deal with this, um, 
if your question is to be afraid to do a mistake, well, we're doing a lot of mistakes in our career. We are going to learn every day, day by day. And I used to, you know, work with all the team where we are nurses, oncologists, besides me, uh, uh, physiotherapists, uh, psychologists, and all of them, you know, we are working together. And it's not only me. Uh, all of us, which is a, it's a very good approach to the patient, actually. And help me a lot as well. So, what do you love about being in the colleges? What I love? Yes, what do you love about being in the colleges? I love everything. I love my specialty. Um, I really like it because um, every day we discover more things to uh, improve the life of our patients, um, you know, new treatment. That I, I used to say is a chronic disease, no, uh, something that they used to relate with, oh my gosh, diet. No, 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 it's a chronic disease. Uh, so that made me, you know, uh, improve the life to many patients, patients that they thought that, oh, this is a uh, um, uh, cancer or how many years I used to have. I never mentioned about the time because I have many surprises over all these years. Or so a patient, I think that they do very well, but then we finish in another way. Patient that they're not so well live still right now, so still living. So, you know, you have an, a person, uh, a person that they, they will be uh, fine, but uh, with all the technology, you can predict e even um, the years that are the, the probability that they could have a, a, a metastasis, you know, with a kit uh, or markets. So we have so many tools uh, in this stage to work with that um, they make me, you know, very positive to treat patient and, you know, make them aware about that, how many things that we can do together. Okay, so as you just said, and like, I can see it from like your voice and like your, your like face and like your um, everything. Um, I obviously know that like you love being in the colleges. So like, that's like worth it, like at the end, right? Like being in colleges and like studying all those days, like not going to parties or anything was like worth it at the end. That thinking, I'm having that in my mind to become an oncologist. I never thought about that, never. The positive response about the patient when you empathy with them very well, you explain them everything, how the position in the patient change so much when you explain them and you put in their shoes and you say, okay, you give me the consent, but it's 50 and 50 because we'll be in a relationship over here right now. So we have to deal with this together. Okay, so if you could give any piece of advice to students, like your listeners, what would it be? Well, you have to be prepared to study for all your life. You have to be prepared to deal with many things, uh, people uh, perhaps don't want to be in alone anymore, so how to deal with that is very hard. Um, apart from that, uh, people are having the pressure. I would like to mention that it's very hard in this moment that we are living now. Um, change day man is, is difficult in any speciality, not only in mine, but um, 
We can do it. You have to, you know, surround with a very good team, um, support each other. Uh, and when you have any doubt, just ask. Never think, oh my gosh, it's an ask. They will think that, you know, yes, I don't know this. I want to, you know, the nurse or the other doctor explain to me, you know, ask for advice. It's, it's, it's not bad, actually. It's, it's become better for you and for the patient, indeed. So you have to be aware that you are going to learn a lot of things and the medicine improve day by day. So you are in a, in a very good uh, profession that they will become, I don't know, for saying a way, very good um, um, with a lot of things to provide uh, to the people, um, very good treatment, diagnosis, uh, um, and so on, you know, in the future. Many, many things are, 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 are over there, artificial technology as well. So imagine how many things you can do to the people, many, hundred. Yes, like a, a thousand, like, especially yeah. now, like medicine's like evolving with like new technology and everything. It's like, it's going to- Is it me? I mean, day, for example, a lady that can, you know, for have uh, diabetes, uh, she can uh, suffer one of the eyes and just apply a pad over there and she can start to be aware of the eyes and start to see. Something that happened, you know, for a long time is not something happened from one day to the other, but you can see how the technology improved the life for the people and that is it's amazing. People that can see one day, the other day can start to see known in a very, very specific way, but have a knowledge that they can, you know, see your face in a way. This is amazing. So you have, you know, a lot of things to do. Especially now with like COVID, like, um, like technology is helping a lot with like making like the COVID vaccines, but like back in the day, like in the Spanish flu or something, they didn't have like that much technology to like Wow, like right now we we already have like the, the vaccines for COVID. And like vaccines take ten years, they do it in one year. But why they do it so faster? Because they are aware about many technology that they used to use, for example, doing new drug for chemotherapy treatment. And you know the RM, they take part of that, they put the virus and so on. So take an example for other treatment, make available a vaccine that we're having right now. So that's amazing, and and just copy that and just uh, pass to other country that have the technology to start to produce the vaccination. It's amazing. Something that don't happen, um, I don't know, fifteen years ago, I suppose, or more. COVID, did COVID nineteen impact you in any way? Like yes, yes, because I used to, you know, very, very strict with my patient to do a regular checkup, three times per month, six months, one year. And with all this COVID that started last year, um, I have to maintain them safe at home. So the question about my patient was, uh, what happened with my, my, my market? What, what happened with my blood test, um, my ultrasound, and my MRI? And they start to, you know, thinking more and more and more because I passed from one to, we have to do all these tests, so everything is fine and under control to keep in your house, stay in your house, and we do it later. So the patient goes in the middle of, of all of this, uh, 
what, what will happen to me. So I arranged with a, a laboratory that go to the patient house, take the blood sample with the market, another to do it a ultrasound, you know, in the, in in their homes, and like that we manage the situation to follow them in the test. Um, MRI wasn't possible in that time. Uh, in this time, not possible again due to the pandemic. We have to be aware about that part to be safe at home. But they handled very well doing that two things. So it was very hard, very hard for the patients indeed, and for myself explain them that everything will be fine. How how me be so exigent that so demand uh, pass to breathe this every say, say, say now to don't do anything and stay at home it was very hard that's like that's like really good that you mentioned that like you went to like the patient's house to like get the blood sample and everything you weren't like oh like we can't do anything more like no 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 no, no. no you, you were like content with like with the patient with you were like having patient to doctor um communication and like how are you the blah 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 and, like this and that a lot of this a lot of phone uh video chat and so on with the patients all the time because they are very you know uh anxious about that perhaps they, 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 what about the cancer i start to and um, you know the mind when i start to work alone is 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 it's a weapon, I think, because it's so important that word, but it's, it's true. I have back pain, you know, I have just, it could be metastasis. It could be that the, 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 the tumor goes over there, the statue you now overthinking about everything. So calm down. Everything will be fine. We do the blood test, the ultrasound, and before all of this pass, we do all the others, you know, uh, tests that we have to do it. But. After all of that, you know, it was a very hard process to all of them understand. I, I understand the anxious as well, the anxiety, yeah. I can just imagine. So, um, do you have any other, like, tips to your listeners for the future? And if not, um, that's, like, the last of the question. What I can say is, um, um, if they want to be a doctor, they already know it. I think they are not okay. We could be doctor, lawyer. No, no, no. It's just it's a feeling that you have inside that you become a doctor. It's something that you really have it uh, to help people. Um, I think that becoming a doctor will be very beneficial in the future um, for the technology that we have to improve many life that you know. Uh, we have right now many many things to to give to the patients communication skill with them empathy with them um so uh if you ask me i think that is one of the best the best profession in the world sometimes we are very afraid about oh, all the technology the technology will, will replace us work and no 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 the technology will help us we are going to work with the technology together we are not we are going to replace do it to the technology. No, no, no. We are going to work each other to, you know, make new treatment and treat the patients. So many things we can 
in the near future to all the students and um, to all the new doctors. So, um, and of course, a new specialties as well that start to develop already. Uh, I have for another colleague the other day that starts to study artificial uh, traumatologies. He's a traumatologist and he starts to make a postgraduate in artificial uh, to arms and legs and so on to treat patients that perhaps don't have any limb or something like that and say it's amazing you know how the technology involves many things uh, to improve the people's life so okay so once again that was the last of the questions so thank you so much dr daniela captabong for your time and interest and information and we are sure all your tips and information will impact and help our listeners for the future and just have a wonderful rest of your day dr daniela Capricorn. thank you very much as well and thank you for having me and i enjoy a lot thank you bye goodbye